Hey, everybody. Have you ever watched a game and said to your buddies, I knew... Insert player name here. ...was going to do that? Alas, the sports gods have delivered us a solution. The Thrive Fantasy app. Thrive is a -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app specifically for player props. They've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about top-tier athletes in the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, or esports. For the NFL, you choose 10 out of 20 player prop options, and yes, even Falcons players are available. For fans of the NBA, MLB, or PGA and esports events, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options to complete your lineup. Thrive even offers new contests daily for each PGA event, meaning if your golfer doesn't make the cut, you'll still have a chance to win big. By this time, you should be asking, but Nick, how do I make money? Well, each prop has an associated over or under fantasy point total based on its likelihood to occur. But beware, the more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. By racking up the most points, you win the prize pool. And since launching in 2018, Thrive has paid out more than $1.3 million in prizes. So what are you waiting for? Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Yes, that's $20. And also, code ROOM303. Download Thrive Fantasy and prop up today. Not all states qualify. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 43. I'm your host, Jermaine Cologne Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Moran. The chachiest pair in all the land is here again for another edition of Podcast Room 303. How are you doing this morning, Nicholas Chacha? The, the, the wheels have fallen off the fucking wagon that we're uh, we're opening our podcast with. I got ass cheeks on my white tee. <laughs> it's an all-time great song. I believe uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame likes to describe it as a classic. Who's, who sings that song? Venio, bro. Everyone knows that, dude. So, so Venio, I, someone described him as the songbird of our generation. Bro, he is the dude who taught Jay-Z what he knows. <laughs> he, was, he was bending quarters with Waka, bending corners with Waka Flocka. The reason why he says hove is because of Kenny O, bro. <laughs> and that's the, those are just the facts. So we can't change them. Bro, hey, that's the life we live in. With that being said, who holds a single game rookie rushing yards record? <laughs> that's that's our trivia for the day. Jermaine just spitting out words all at once. That was, that was impressive, Jermaine. Although I'll say it's probably not professional podcasting. Yeah, hey, that's cool for Kenny O. But who knows the single I'm singing? Russian record. <laughs> Jermaine is going to die. He hasn't uttered a sound. What Jermaine was trying to say is who holds the single game rookie rushing yards record. <laughs> that answer will come up to you at the end of the show. We're going to talk. <laughs> we're going to talk about. Today we got some NFL news, some NBA news, some NCAA news, basketball wise, uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna bring back the head to head challenge. It's kind of been nulled for a couple of weeks. Jermaine is waving some sort of a some sort of a fallacial wipe up rag in my face. Um, we're gonna go over our our head to head picks. Uh, welcome back, Jermaine. It's nice to have you. Why would you say that on camera? Fellatio wipe a brag? Yeah. It's Jermaine is wearing Jermaine is wearing a He was a talking Saint, about a Tom rag. Yes, there we go. Jermaine is wearing a Saints hoodie, which can only be defined as a cum rag, while just snorkeling Long Islands from a can. Bro, thirteen point two percent. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, sorry, uh we're a sponsored podcast, so just to, just to cut in, made with award-winning real spirits. 
cut water. Long Island. There's spirits in that drink. Thirteen point two percent. Doug, what did I tell you? Stop fucking with spirits, bro. You know me. I'm Hispanic. Could I say we just tap into the spiritual world, bro? I think that this might be the first podcast that Jermaine is actually visibly drunk. And, and you saw and it there. Nobody, saw it. nobody can see me, and I'm visibly you saw, drunk. You saw it there with the uh, with his trivia question, with his uh, pronunciation of the uh, of the trivia question. Jermaine, Mister, I got more. In two, I got more for you guys later. Uh, Travis Kelsey joined the Madden 99 club. Dude, he I was is now sure. what? The sixth player? Uh, yeah, because that's a good question. Stefan Gilmore, Michael yeah, Thomas, Damian. Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Donald, Patrick Mahomes. That's five. And then we added two. Right? Mm-hmm. We added Travis Kelsey and DeAndre Hopkins. So we would be at seven. So just why is it not a big announcement? Why is it not a big announcement when someone leaves the Madden ninety nine club? Who's left it? I don't think anyone has, but wouldn't that be funny if if... we should we should clown them just as much as we crown them? Ooh, did we just create a segment? Oh shit, crown and clown! Shout out, Cutwater Long Island Iced Tea, made with real spirits. Uh, Michael Thomas, Aaron Donald, C Mac. I already named them. Patty Moe. I already named the seven. Why are you reading it from a list like I didn't just name them? Steel Trap, dog. I'm drunk, but I know them. Maybe if you maybe if you would have named them, that process would have been easier. Michael Thomas, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Donald, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, DeAndre Hopkins. That's seven. Dog. Why are you getting why are you getting angry at me now? Because you said I'm I'm visibly drunk, even though nobody could see me. And I'm the over here in reciting 99 player club, and you don't even know. How about you get your shit together? How about that? You're having fucking mood swings already. Jermaine no, was just I'm dying just, laughing. I'm, now he's angry at me. I'm zero percent mad. I'm upset that Cutwater is down to its last one, which you will hear pop in probably the next ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Travis Kelsey, dog. <laughs> <laughs> the train is off the rails. <laughs> it's so funny when I'm not focused. This podcast is. <laughs> Manure. Wow. Well, you know what, everybody? It's all Jermaine. There's no, I contribute nothing to this podcast. It's all Jermaine. And Jermaine needs to be focused or else this podcast is manure, as he says. They know. You know why they know? Because they're big fans of Cutwater, Long Island Iced Tea. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, we have a special game to play this show. Can you guys figure out what Jermaine is drinking? What? I know it's he's going to drop subtle clues, but you try to find out what he's drinking. Dude, this is kind of like one of those Black Mirror episodes where you just keep getting inundated with commercials in regular life. Yeah. I don't even know if that's a real Black – I've seen zero episodes of Black Mirror. But I know that it's I like – Isn't that a Black Mirror in and of itself not knowing if it's a Black Mirror episode or real life? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because – the way I attribute Black Mirror, the way it's explained to me, the reason why it's added to the Netflix My List is it's our generation's Twilight Zone. 100%. Right, and that's that's how I treat it. And I loved Twilight Zone. Well, maybe I hated it because it terrified the fuck out of me. But, you know, the jury's out. Um, do you remember the episode with the airplane and the gremlin on it? And the dude's yeah. sitting there and he's looking out. Like, how terrifying would that have been to see him? I remember that episode so much that every single time I look out the window <laughs> on an airplane, I go, I hope there's not a gremlin on the wing. Bro, just like I just tearing up circuitry like a fucking yeah. shithead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the dude. plane eventually crashes right at the end. 
Dude, that's the thing. I don't remember the end of the episode. It's almost like I woke up before the end of the episode because I, I completely blacked out the ending. I don't know. That's how terrifying that episode was. I think the plane crashes. Oh, man. That's, that makes that episode way shitty. I mean, it's believable because like he tore up circuitry on the fucking wing. Yeah, and then like nobody believes the dude. Is there a yeah, limit like, on the number of Madden 99 players you can have in a season, though? I would assume there's not, but I think for the... So, like, FIFA doesn't make 99 players. And I'm kind of about it. I mean, yeah. Right? Like, the best player in FIFA is, like, 95. I'm kind of about it. If you... Like, they have, you said, what, seven 99s now? It is seven. It's kind of a little... It's kind of, like... Watered down. Cool, but Watered down, for sure. Not like fucking the drink you're drinking. Not like cut water, Long Island iced tea, made with real spirits. 13.2%. Drink with that one was that one was my fault, guys. I'm sorry. I did I did set him up on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like there's seven people in the 99 club now. If if you maybe I don't know if anyone else is close, but it's almost like Okay, like how many more people are we going to say like are the best players in the NFL? There's only, I mean, dude, for my money, right? Love that CMC's in it. I don't think he gets enough respect, although he's been hurt all season, so that's pretty shitty. Well, uh, yeah, because they used him in 97% of snaps last year. I mean, it was about to happen, right? So Michael Thomas. I, I think I even said that. Michael I was like, Thomas. we're going to use him until he's injured. Yeah, Exactly. Michael Thomas, love that he's in it. Totally deserved. 99. He was used way too much, right? Stephon Gilmore. 99. He has that peak cornerback season that every cornerback has, but it's impossible to sustain. That's the reason why we're always looking for the next Revis Island. It's because the the at, from year to year, the top cornerback is not the same. Very rarely do you have repeat top cornerbacks, and it's happening again this year. Stephon Gilmore had a little bit of injuries. He's still very, very, very good, but he's not blanking Amari Cooper in a pivotal game for the Cowboys great. You know what I mean? He's not that dude right now. So in my opinion, there's only two true 99 players. Patrick Mahomes. And Aaron Donald. Yeah. Like – if nobody, if nobody who watches actual football comes to me and says that Aaron Donald's not the best defensive player in the league right now, I'd fight him. I was like, you don't watch football, I'm still going to fight you. That's how yeah. upset I'd be. Because I was watching the Rams, I mean the Rams-Patriots game before we started recording, and I was just like, Aaron Donald is playing an impossible sport. He has to sack the quarterback while being hit by three other people on and, 77% of the snaps, dude. And you know what the crazy thing is? He still, he still gets there. Oh, he dude. still gets there. He, so, still dis- he, still dis- he gets triple teamed and still disrupts the play somehow. So this is what I wanted to, to – one, one of two things I wanted to ask you. All right. It's like, so this fan, right, pulls up. It's like OBR film breakdown on Twitter. Shout out OBR film breakdown, right? They were like, why hold Miles with one offensive lineman when you can get to to hold him with two? And then he was just like, this was a ridiculous display of non-calls, right? Nobody gives a fuck about that. But Miles Garrett proceeds to get held by two players. And he is a millisecond away from making Ryan Tannehill eat pay dirt on the ground, bro. And Miles Garrett, the other reason why I've seen this is because Miles Garrett responded to it and says, like, nah, that's a weight room issue. I should have got through that. That's two. 
That plus twelve hundred is looking pretty fucking good on Miles Garrett. Two years of me calling for Miles Garrett to be the defensive player of the year, and he fucking tweets that mid season. We finished week thirteen, and Miles Garrett saying that's a weight room issue. After coming off the COVID nineteen list, he just he just dealt with a major virus that affects the cardiovascular lungs of a human being where we're seeing research show that you don't necessarily recover 100% of your lung capacity after COVID-19. And Miles Garrett's like, nah, nah, not today, Satan. That's what he said. He must be drinking that cut water Long Island iced tea made with real spirits, 13.2%. Drink responsibly. I thought that you had a question in there. Because you said this is what I want, this is what I want to talk to you about, and then I, you didn't ever ask me a question. No, the question's coming. I just wanted to, I just wanted to gush about Miles Garrett. Okay. I just think he's terrific. All right, so here's the scenario, right? It's scenario season, right? You made the okay. joke, I made the joke. We love scenario yeah. season. It's great. Scenario season, hundred percent. Cleveland Browns are nine and three right now. Of uh, the quietest nine and three team in history, yes. In the fucking world, Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. are eleven and one. Correct. Yes. That okay. Is correct. Pittsburgh Steelers play Buffalo Bills this week and the Indianapolis Colts next week. Uh-huh. The week seventeen matchup for Pittsburgh is Cleveland. They could finish the season eleven and five. So what I'm saying is. If Kevin Stefanski, hashtag coach of the year, takes the Cleveland Browns 4-0, so that means they have to beat Baltimore on Monday, they beat the Jets, they beat the Giants, and then they play the Pittsburgh Steelers in Week 17. And the Pittsburgh Steelers lose to Buffalo and Indianapolis and then lose to the Browns in Week 17. I'm listening. That means the Browns can win the AFC North. My question to you is, what is the likelihood that this scenario hits? And when Podcast Room 303 bets this scenario, how much are we betting? Well, so we take division winners very seriously, so I'd say it has to be at least fifty dollars. Uh, who does? So who's who are who's Cleveland's last last four games? Baltimore on Monday. Uh huh. Jets, Giants, Jets, Giants, Steelers. I think it's it's high time for a for a a nice Cleveland meltdown. So I think they're going to get beaten by Baltimore. No, why would you say that? They're riding too high. However, if they go three and one, I don't. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for the Pittsburgh Steelers to lose to go zero and four in their last four. Do you even know their four opponents? Are you just saying that because you're just saying that? No, you you just said it. I didn't name all four. I named three opponents. Okay, 0-3 then. Who are their last four? Give me their last four. Steelers at Buffalo. That could be a loss, yes. Steelers at Bengals. Yeah, that's a win. Colts at Steelers. That could be a loss. Bud Dupree towards ACL. They cannot rush the passer anymore. It's a coin flip, but yeah, I, I could see the Colts winning that, yeah. Steelers at Browns. I mean, I, I just want to say, if it comes down to a Week 17 Steelers-Browns for the AFC North, I'm tuned in. I'm so Bro, tuned in. that better be fucking prime time, NFL. I don't want any other game on oh, Sunday man. night. On Sunday night, I want to be no. watching Browns-Steelers for the fucking division because the Browns deserve oh, that yeah. for the the multitudinous amount of suck they've had in their life, bro. They won't get it. It'll be a one o'clock game. 
Brown's oh, first Brown. division. Brown's first division title this fucking this millennia, and it's gonna be a fucking one o'clock game. Probably not. Probably an alternate game. One o'clock on Sunday ticket. <laughs> <laughs> one o'clock on Amazon on Amazon Prime. No, nah, no, nah, you gotta download Quibi. Now defunct Quibi. You got you got you, you can only watch one play at a time on Quibi. Oh dude, I feel bad. If, if that happened, I'd feel so bad for Browns fans. Yeah. Oh dude, that's yeah. all right. So anyways, we get into Browns love way too often on this. Oh, podcast. it's very cause because Browns love should be Browns Browns love like Mike Trout love should be just a plenty for everyone. All right, so this podcast isn't super rich with topics since we just recorded, you know, two days ago. But let's move on to open GM positions, right? And we all know that this podcast loves GMing with Jermaine. And you know who loves GMing with Jermaine? Jermaine. Jermaine loves GMing with Jermaine. You know why? Because Jermaine's a badass, bro. And... Also, also, Jermaine, I know it's going to be a shocker to the fans out there, but GM Jermaine is just regular Jermaine. Why you peel the curtain back? Sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to blow the lid off off the <laughs> off the fantasy. Everybody, holy shit! Episode forty three. We're peeling curtains back. All right, so we've got <laughs> we've got four uh, G- open GM positions at the moment. I just want to play a fun little game. Like, which positions would we rank one, two, three, and four? All right. So, the four open positions right now are Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, Detroit Lions, Atlanta Falcons. I go first. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Do you want to do last to first, or do you want? I'll do, do last. First? I'll do last to first. Oh wow! I don't know if I agree with this last pick, but let's see it. Who do you got at number four? Jacksonville. You got Jacksonville number four. Jacksonville. Jacksonville number four. Okay. All right. Let me let me ask you a question. Let me let me present a little factoids, right. a little factious assimilation. Just using big words now, uh-huh. just for fun. But all right, have, all right, Stephen they, A. They have yeah, that's, that's exactly what... <laughs> that, that joke. Too, that joke took a minute to worm itself through your ear into your brain. No, it's I, I heard. I just didn't want to acknowledge it, but it's it got funnier. It got funnier and funnier because he the does multitude of pontification. <laughs> The fastidiousness of the holiday season and the festivus and the pole that is the festivus. And like, Steven, get Steven, to the I point, my man. Say normal words, my guy. At least right, you are a Max Kellerman with all-time bad takes, bro. All right, so, all right, so you have Jacksonville, right? All right, mm-hmm. let, me, let me get you a little statistical analysis that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, so – they they've got seventy nine million dollars in cap space okay. and a top three pick. Okay, would you like to reassess Jacksonville as being number four? Yes, I'd like to take Detroit as number four, Alex. <laughs> All right, so you got Detroit <laughs> as number four. All right, so Detroit has fourteen million dollars in cap room. And the 12th pick right now. Yes, I would like to make Detroit my ass water squad. <laughs> All right, so they have no GM, no head coach, 14 million cap room, and 12th pick. And you, we're taking Detroit fourth. Four, yeah. Okay, tight. Who do you got number three then? Probably Jacksonville. Even with the $80 million in cap space? Just, Jacksonville is where players go to die, dog. And the top three pick? Yeah. Wow! Really? I mean, didn't they have a did, didn't they have a top five pick last year? Who Jacksonville? Yeah, that's a good question. Let me Google the box that real quick. 
2020. Actually, NFL actually, let's draft. actually let's be honest. Let's be honest. We're putting Atlanta four. Nobody wants to work. This Nobody is why I'm so confused, bro. You were talking all this shit about all these other teams. Now it's just like, did he not hear the Falcons were a choice? Excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I got something's in the air. I meant Falcons. Falcons. That's right. Falcons. It's allergy season, everybody. Yeah, sorry. You know, COVID's a thing. The flu is a thing, unless it's 98% down in reporting. So there's only 2% of flu cases, which I seem to have gotten. What a slim chance. Uh, no, it's the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. So now that you've settled on the Atlanta Falcons. At four, yeah. Then Detroit at three. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little statistics to to back your Atlanta Falcons pick, bro. Okay. All right. So they're twenty five million dollars over the cap. <laughs> they suck so bad. <laughs> that is third worst in the league. There's a boo boo. And if the season ended today, they'd have the eighth pick. <laughs> Can they even pay the eighth pick, or are they just going to forfeit it? <laughs> All right, so you got Atlanta at four, and then you just said that you have Detroit number three then. Yeah, Atlanta four, Detroit three. Okay, after all that wishing-washing, we finally got Nick on a, 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 a path of focus. So he's got Detroit three at $14 million in cap room and the 12th pick if the season ended today. Read me off uh, Houston's situation. Okay. I'm going to read off Jacksonville's and then Houston, and then you can tell us what the order you want to finish with. Okay. Jacksonville, $80 million in cap space. That's incredible. And, it's basically a new team. And <laughs> it's not basically a new team, dude. You can buy, you can buy a new fleet. <laughs> with that, dude. It's an armada. It's an armada. Uh $80 million and top three pick. We don't know where they land, but they are currently number two. So if the season ended today, they'd be the number two pick. All right. Houston Texans. 2021 cap space is $11 million over the cap. 2021 draft pick situation. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. No first or second round picks. Fuck me. Uh, Jacksonville just went from four to one. I, you could basically – Jacksonville is like that fucking – it's like a major league long relief pitcher. Like you can't make it worse. <laughs> anything anything you do is going to make Jacksonville better. If you, walked, right. if you walked in and took a shit on the GM desk, they'd be like, finally, some progress. All right, so wow, facts <laughs> facts really change things, huh? Yeah, so this is this I set you up, bro, because I knew we were gonna go on this roller coaster. And it'd be so much fun for me because you yo, yo, I I hate the Falcons, but Houston might be number four, my guy. <laughs> I completely so. forgot that they traded nothing. That they traded DeAndre Hopkins away for nothing. For nothing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so they have no first or second round picks, but seven picks in rounds three through seven. Oh, great. Hot dog. (laughs) All right, so... Just Glad we're recap. not picking on day one. Just take a nap, Houston. Just to recap, Nick has who at number four? The Texans. All right, they're yeah. over the cap, and they don't have a they don't have a day one pick. They don't have a day one or first round of day two. All right, all right. So Texans number four. Who do you have number three now? Now that you know all the stats, Atlanta, Atlanta three. You got the Falcons number three. So it is a race right now, right? And and it goes Houston, very small distance. Atlanta, very small distance. Detroit, right? I'll give it to Detroit because they're actually under the cap. And then two states away at number one, 
is the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, so for the record, for those listening at home, Nick went on a roller coaster. It was like he was at six flags under the sun. And he went Houston Texans number four, Falcons number three, Detroit Lions number two, and Jacksonville Jaguars number one. After much delineation. I mean, by a lot. I mean, by a long shot at this point, $80 million and a top three pick. You guaranteed Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. And call me, and call me, call me crazy, but Gardner Minshew is not that bad of a quarterback. He's not. Gardner Minshew was balling the start of the season. They've been piecing it together with Jake Lutton and Mike Glennon. They're like, man, we really wish Gardner Minshew didn't hurt his stuff. The fact, the fact that Mike Glennon is still a fucking NFL quarterback amazes and astounds me. That's so, because- so here's what I do. If I'm Jacksonville, I assess, I assess fucking uh, Gardner Minshew's long-term health, right? Is this year an anomaly or is this year an occurrence? Is a common occurrence? If it's the latter, then you have to pick up a, a Justin Fields or a Trevor Lawrence, right? If Gardner Minshew, who has balled out, like you said, if it is not, if his long term health is not an issue, trade out of that number two pick to like a mid first, get a mid, get a mid and a late first with the trade or something, and go get him some offensive line protection or another wide receiver. You don't even have to go mid first. Just get him some protection and a wide receiver. There's a team on this list. That they could trade with. They could trade with the Atlanta Falcons at number oh, eight. I thought, I thought you were talking about the Houston Texans. <laughs> no, dude. They have Deshaun Watson. They're set. They yeah. paid Deshaun Watson to be the franchise quarterback. He will be the franchise quarterback. Does, he, he, have any, be, yeah. does he have any receivers to throw to? No. Yeah. Is he fucking studly this, in spite of his offensive talent? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, Deshaun Watson's performance this season is more impressive than Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. And that's because Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson does not have a Devontae Adams, nor does he have a Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill. Or Sammy Watkins or... Does- Deshaun Watson does not have an Aaron Jones or a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He has David Concussed Johnson at week nine. He got re he got reinstated. Davy Davy J's coming back, and he was rocking Duke Johnson Jr. as his running back. Like I don't give a fuck. Like Deshaun Watson's performance this year is more impressive than Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Do they does does Patrick or Aaron deserve the MVP? They do absolutely. Nobody's arguing that. I'm just saying if you're watching from a fo- football perspective, Deshaun Watson until last week's loss, Deshaun Watson actually had the Texans in the race, which is fucking bananas. Just imagine if they would have fired Bill Bryan before the start of the year. Before you traded DeAndre Hopkins. That's what they should have done. They should have listened to us before we had a podcast. Dog, they got they, sh- they should have they should have heard us at the beginning of 2019 when you and I were the only ones beating the trash cans to fire Bill O'Brien. Podcast Room 303 started because of Bill O'Brien. So he will always have a special place in my heart. So Bill Bryan, yes. you're a fucking piece of shit, GM. And Again, you're no a piece his, of shit. You're a piece of shit, coach. You no have, comment on his on his personal life, though. He's you have no. Coach. You have no acceptable NFL traits. The only reason why I <laughs> fucking love you, Bill O'Brien, is because you're a fucking terrific human being, and that's what fucking pains me to bury you every episode. But until you get better. And until someone holds your bum ass accountable, this is where we are. 
Podcast Room 303 will draw the line in the sand and make sure that you're not a piece of shit anymore. And that rant was brought to you by what, Jermaine? Cutwater. Long Island iced tea. Made with real spirits. spirits. 13.5%. Drink responsibly. So we'll switch topics a little bit. Yo, we'll, 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 not we'll, sponsored. This episode got us sponsored by Cutwater, bro. I don't think <laughs> I don't think Cutwater wants to touch us with a fucking ten foot pole. <laughs> Sounds like every girl I talk to. You you need to fucking you need to fucking hit the hashtag or at Cutwater. I do, I do. I need to add Cutwater. What we need to do is snip me at the hat, like spotlight and Cutwater every. Throw it up on the Instagram, dude. Throw it up on the Instagram, dude. That takes like prodigious technological skills, and I don't know if I have the prognostication to sit here and actually go through with it. All of those words were absolutely correct and in the right place, (laughs) and I don't know why that astounds me. That's brought to you by Cutwater <laughs> Long Island Tea made with real spirits. <laughs> Have you ever heard the joke curve rule? Have I ever explained the joke curve rule to you? It's if you repeat it three or more times, it becomes funny. If you make a joke, right? And it's up here, and it's funny, and you keep making it, and it goes slowly down to here, and it's not funny anymore. And then... <laughs> if you keep on it, if you keep soldiering on, you keep telling the joke, then it gets this funny. <laughs> and that's where we're at. With what, Jermaine? Cut water. Long Island iced tea. Made with real spirits. <laughs> so Jermaine, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on, let's move on to MB- GMing with Jermaine MBA edition. Yeah, Paul George got fucking paid. Got paid out the ass for nothing, for being a boo-boo player. It's so funny. I like I don't disagree. Paul George was trash in the playoffs. I don't disagree. Why do people think Paul George is so good? Because before COVID hit pause on the season, Paul George was a terror to guard. The dude was silky butter, and he was terrorizing the league to the point where I was talking with my hoop head boys, and I was talking with, like, the Lakers fans, and I was like, yo, Paul George is finna be a problem in this playoffs, right? Momentum, synergy, chemistry, and regular play is very much a thing. And that's why LeBron James – is a proponent of that. He understands that continuing to play and hammer through and make sure, and that's why you're good at the end. LeBron James understands that. It's the fucking grind. I mean, he's the fucking best basketball player for the last 10 years. I would hope he knows that. But I feel like the people who don't watch hoops know that. And it blows my mind. Paul George had one of the all-time worst playoff runs ever. Amidst a pandemic, amidst a bubble, amidst all these other things. Can he be that player from now on where he's hitting the side of backboards? He can. And this could end up being one of the worst fucking contracts in NBA history. But the likelihood that that happens is slim to none. And Paul George in Los Angeles, former Los Angeles kid, you know what I mean? It's it's like they need him to be there to be the fate. Like, who else are they going to pay $225 million? That's what I want to ask you. I was just like, who else do you think is really worth that kind of money? Yeah. And now they have him signed to a max contract. And the minute another disgruntled star, C. Giannis Atentacumpo, signs, their $225 max dollar deal, you have the money to match the trade. I just feel like a lot of people don't view it. They view it from uh, recency bias as well as a money perspective. None of these NBA players are worth the money they're paid except for LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry. 
LeBron they, James. They brought multiple championships to different teams. LeBron James has only brought multiple championships to one team. But LeBron James has been the best player for the last 10 years. Yeah. And the, so those players are worth that money. Every other player is not worth it. You can figure it out. You can put together a team that does not require that player. And that's that's my thought process. Those are the only three players that I'd be willing to shell out the cash for. Because they have a, a specific skill that transcends. But Paul George getting paid five years, $226 million, after his performance in the playoffs, does not strike me as terrible now. If you talk to me in a year, in 18 months, and he's still hitting the side of backboards, then yes, I'm going to have to retract this statement. But Paul George, more often than not, has proven to be a terrific fucking ball player. There was a reason why his Indiana Pacers were toe-to-toe with LeBron James and the Miami Heat. The stacked-ass Miami Heat, the Indiana Pacers were in those series. They were true threats. There's a reason for that. We will see. We'll see what happens. Would I have have paid Paul George? No. Do I I understand what's happening? Yes. But I'm a very pragmatic GM, and that's the difference. Extra great breakdown from Jermaine. I think that's all we can say about basketball. Yeah, and fuck Gar Foreman. Good luck, New Orleans Pelicans. Next. So we we talked about the over the last two episodes about the uh, Champions League. So, but the Champions League is set now, and even after all that hubbub, Jermaine, in Group B and the whole, while Real could not even be in Europa, Real could miss it totally. They finished top of their fucking group. <laughs> Number one. Number one. So basically, the uh, the draw, which features sixteen teams, uh, it'll take place on Monday, December fourteenth. Uh, the teams that we were that were the seeded teams, basically the teams that won their group, are Bayern, Real Madrid, Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Dortmund, Juventus, and PSG Paris Saint Germain. The unseeded teams obviously uh, finished second in their group. Atletico, Borussia, Munchen, Gladbach, Porto, At- Atalanta, uh, Sevilla, Lazio, Barcelona, and RB Leipzig. Those are your 16. Obviously, next week's episode, we will break down each of the matchups and even give you guys a pick for who we think is going to win the whole Champs League. So uh, next week, expect from the second episode of next week for us to break down everything because the draws will have happened for Europa and Champions League by then. We'll give you a sleeper bet and who we think is going to win each league. And maybe we'll give you uh, someone we like in a specific matchup. It really depends on the draws. It's all about the draws. Obviously, Champions League, Europa is all about the draws. You can end up with one of the worst schedules or the easiest schedules. See Bayern for easiest last season and PSG for hardest. PSG was still in the final. I don't remember. I don't remember all the sunlight. I was just talking shit. Just because you're a Biden fan. Fuck you, because Manchester United's back in the Europa League because we <laughs> fucking suck. Also, fuck you, Double Birds, RB Leipzig. This fucking tirade laced with curse words is brought to you by Cutwater. Long Island iced tea. Made with real spirits. 13.2%. Drink responsibly, my friends. All right, Jermaine. So we haven't done it in a while. But let's go into our our head to head challenge. So, Ooh. would you like to give? Would you like to give? So, right now the standings are: Jermaine is eleven zero and one, and I am six and six because we are not counting the lost episode picks. Because it still hasn't been posted. I'm waiting for a good time to post it. We get, we we got to get like episode one hundred. We have to post like the lost episode. Oh, that's a good. That might be the good point. Or episode fifty. 50 is a milestone, too. Or, 
or post it one year from the date that we were supposed to post it and do a one-year anniversary of the Lost Files. All right, I'll have to set a reminder for that, but we can definitely do the one-year thing. All right, so like I said, Jermaine is 11-0-1. I'm 6-6. Six and six. Jermaine, give the people your first pick for the head-to-head challenge. Uh, for those of you at home, I picked second, but I will provide my pick first for the podcast. For this week, my first pick will be Pittsburgh Steelers, Buffalo Bills, over 48. It's a good pick. I like it. I'm going to go with the AFC North matchup, Baltimore and Cleveland under 47. Boo! Fuck unders. Boo! Your mother's a whore. <laughs> Jermaine, your second pick. My second pick is Minnesota Vikings, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, over 52 and a half. Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay might get to that by themselves against Minnesota. And then Tampa Bay apparently can't stop the run, so. <laughs> they, can't st- my- they can't stop a runny nose, bro. <laughs> my second pick, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals against the Dallas Cowboys, plus three and a half. Give me that half point. Give me the three points. Give me the pizza money. I might even if you guys are if you guys are looking for a good bet. That Cincinnati money line. That money line, baby. Cincinnati money line. Don't look too bad, bro. All right, we'll keep going. Uh, let me look up the fucking. I want to know what Cincinnati money line is now. <laughs> that is fucking wild. For those of you who are listening at home who are waiting for my third pick, like Jermaine, stop keeping me on the edge of my seat. I have. New York Jets, Seattle Seahawks, over 47 points. I think it's the same thing as I just described above, but more likely I think Seattle might get to 47 by themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is one of the reasons so, why I sat there and I was just like, can't pass that up. Come on. So we know on this podcast, Jermaine, I, I don't pick very well. I'm 50. I'm 500 right now, 50%. But I think my units – my units are positive, right? Because I pick dogs. All and, you do is pick dogs, for and sure. And Nick's, Nick's money line dog of the week. Ooh, the Mi- we got to get that little, we got to get that sound bite right there. Nick's dog of the Nick's week. dog of the week. The Miami Dolphins and coach of the year, Brian Flores. He's going to cement it. He's going to cement it this week by beating the Chiefs. Give me the Miami money line plus 275. Ooh. I only pick dog winners. I can't pick anything else. Give me (laughs) Miami money line. Miami. Miami. Give me the Miami money line. I didn't know J-Lo was a fan of the podcast. She's an avid listener. (laughs) <laughs> she should be my block, mom bro. loves her bro she should be she's jane from the block used to used to have a little now she's got a lot hey well done nick are you white are you sure not with this chain on <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the chain. why does it say 12 11 20 the cleveland browns oh that's nfl football sims chill out Bobata. nobody's betting your sims sims yeah. All right. So Cincinnati Bengals are plus one six five money line. So that means for every hundred dollars bet, you win a hundred dollars and sixty five. Listen, put your listening device down right now, and that money you left for your son to get his friend's pizza, you pick it up and you put it on the Bengals money line, because that's a pizza money bet right there. And then you lick. Your palm and smack the fuck out of your mammy mouth motherfucking son's friend and tell him to get a fucking job. You're a drain on the economy, you fucking commie bastard. He's like, I'm 12. (laughs) (laughs) I can't work due to child labor law restrictions. Oh, is is it applies if I'm on a farm? Is what I said not acceptable? All right, what's what's what? Who's who's to say? Who's you parent. You parent how you parent. <laughs> Who's to say? It's your. All game. right. Give 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 the give the uh, the fans your your COVID picture, man. Fuck COVID. That's my pick. 
It's more of a it's more of a opinion or a statement, not a not a gambling pick, but sure. Oh, I'm down for it. Fuck COVID. All right, moving on. My pick. I can't resist, dude. It's such a layup for comedy gold, bro. Comedy gold, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so my COVID pick for this week is the Atlanta Fal- Falcons. I almost said the proper name. Ugh. Gross. This doesn't roll off the tongue. Ugh. I'm disgusted for you. Ugh. All right, the Atlanta Falcons and the Los Angeles Chargers over 49 and a half not bad. Listen, come close. Lean in close to your listening device. When I tell you the New York Giants plus three is the best bet you're going to have all year. Money line. And if you don't take the Giants money line as well, you're garbage. You're garbage, kid. You're garbage. So my you're COVID the is. You're the Carson Wentz of betting. You hear me, kid? Now nah, you gotta hit him with a nah see. Now nah, see, son. Let me lie my stogie. See, Carson Wentz is a bum. You hear me? Wentz on the bench. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you've heard sorry, of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of Bauer in the Shower? <laughs> oh. Bauer in the shower. Ooh, the ladies love Bauer, bro. I they guess. Do. It's I Bauer guess. hour, dog. It's Bauer hour. Dude. Hashtag the single greatest follow on Twitter. Yeah, 100%. Is Trevor Bauer. 100%. At, at Bauer outage. If you're not following him, <laughs> kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Let me speak for my co-host. Please don't kill yourself just because you don't follow somebody on Twitter. Nope. We're advocating suicide. No, we are not. (laughs) And that comment was not brought to you. (laughs) (laughs) You It's it's a good thing we're not on YouTube yet. We'd be demonetized in a second. You know what's so shitty? Is that, like, you have to be specific to saying that, like, of course we're not pro suicide. <laughs> like, that's fucking. It's almost foolish that that's something we have to say, but it's you something fool. you have to say, bro. You fool. It's it is pretty ridiculous that you have to be like, yeah, no, I'm not for people killing themselves. Like, no shit, you're. <laughs> like, of course you don't want people to kill themselves, dog. I'm not the person locking the country down and causing suicides to spike. That's a, that's know, a topic. For, that's a topic for another podcast, though. Yeah, it's not room three hundred three. That's 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 <laughs> decision. That's room three hundred five. That's room three hundred five. The room next door. <laughs> Fuck room three hundred five. We ain't got time for them, bro. All right, so twenty dollars hits you a two hundred and forty-five point six seven cent payout on my four overs. I'll parlay together. Yeah, 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 yeah. First of all, <laughs> if you're not playing parlays, you a bitch. Yeah. See my boy CJ, because all he does is parlay, bro. All he right. Play, he plays the field on the crap tables and he parlays. That dude bets. I got a money line parlay for you that I think you might like. Oh, is this like off the cuff, like where off, I haven't heard off, any of this. Off, off the cuff, you haven't heard. You haven't heard any of this. Oh, for those of you at home, I'm about to get hit with a Stun City Jones reaction. One leg already hit. That was the Rams. Okay. How am I supposed to bet this if a leg already hit? You can bet the. You can bet the next four. I don't think you're gonna like one of them. All right, Colts money line, Seahawks money line, Saints money line, and finally Ravens money line. Oh, you have the Ravens beating the Browns. Yeah, Doug. 
Say it again. Say it again for those of them listening at home. <laughs> Why was that so funny? There's because you said for those of them. <laughs> yeah, those of them listening at home, bro. All right, for those of them, for those of you who are listening at home, Colts, Seahawks, Saints, Ravens. <laughs> I don't know if I like that at all. I might just pure fade that last four money line, Made all uh, of it. All right, who do the Colts play? Uh, it's Colts uh, and Raiders. Oh, okay. Uh, Colts Seahawks. at Raiders. Seahawks Seahawks, Jets at Seahawks. Yep. And Saints at Eagles. And what was – there was the fourth one. What was the fourth one? Baltimore at Cleveland. Damn, did you just pick a road money line parlay? Is that what you did? You said, I'm betting all road teams. You woke up and you said, I'm throwing 20 on all road teams. It was a 10, but yeah. No, have, no, the, the Seahawks are home. You have the Saints winning? Yeah. All right, I'll probably ride that. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you think of this, right? 14 parlay spreads. Oh, right. I'm all about this. What's the Black payout on this? Uh, well, it's $10 wins you 110. Oh. That's a fucking great payout. Yeah, so the Rams already hit, obviously. I fucking hate you so much. Rams minus five, that already hit. Falcons minus two and a half. Dolphins plus seven and a half. Bengals plus three and a half. You had a Rams, Falcons, Dolphins, Bengals spread payout? Yeah. You're a degenerate, bro. Yeah, and do you like the parlay? Rams, Falcons. Who do the Falcons play? Who do they play? Break at, at the Chargers. Falcons at Chargers, Bengals mm-hmm. at Cowboys, or Cowboys, Cowboys at, at Bengals. Bengals, yeah. Cowboys at Bengals, and then what was the third team? Uh, Dolphins, plus seven and a half. Oh, dude, you're fucked. This one's done. It's, it's sunk. The cat, first of all, I will, I, I will. Love, I love, I love how much you're like, yeah, I will Venmo you $20 if, if the Dolphins win. Okay, bet. There it is. Podcast second. Or but third, I'm not. Or 15th, but, but, or 17th. I'm not betting that the Dolphins are going to win. I mean, I am in our, my picks, but that was a parlay with their spread plus seven and a half. Okay. So how do I get any money from this? How, what do you want to work this bet? I'll take the other side of that. Let's go. No, no. You just said Give you will Venmo me twenty bucks if if the Chiefs win. I will send you five bucks. If the Dolphins win, you send me twenty. No, I don't need that. What I'm saying is, is how do I earn money off this? You will you go to Bavada? No, 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 no. <laughs> Our bet set. Our bet set. I already told you what I would do. Okay. That was before I received any incentive. What I'm saying okay. is, is how do I receive any incentive right now on on the Dolphins Chiefs game? What are you willing to give me? Are you willing to give me if the Chiefs win by more than seven? You're gonna give me twenty bucks or no? Yeah. If the Chiefs beat the Dolphins by more than seven points. You'll give me 20. And if, if it's seven, we'll push. Okay. And if the Dolphins lose by less than seven, uh-huh. you, you've got 20 from me. It, what if they win? Do I get another 20? Yes, I will give you $40. Okay, it's a bet. Also, may I mention that executive producer Nevada Putnam, huge Denver Broncos fan, 
and my Carolina Panthers play this weekend, and we have a case of beer on it. Well, that was that was weird. You said huge Denver Broncos fan, and I heard huge cunt. That was that was weird. I got I got to check the check, I yeah, gotta, yeah, check your headphones. It's that's weird. I definitely didn't say that. Hey, uh, Doctor Dre, uh, you need to get these things checked out, bro. <laughs> He's an avid listener too. So we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap up the show with our fine and cut him. Jermaine, would you would you like to rant for a little bit? I don't know, man. I'm so sick and fucking tired of ranting about these fucking cock homie bastards. Coach K, you're a son of a bitch. I hate you and your fucking Legos you step on. He, how he the fuck are you going to sit he says, there? He says he doesn't want to rant and then goes into a rant. <laughs> how are you going to tell me? How are you going to tell me? How are you going to sit there and fucking articulate the fucking words that will let you say the fucking stupidity that is in your fucking brain, you fucking dumb bastard. Recruit better, and then we don't have to hear you say these dumb fucking things in the midst of a pandemic, you fucking cunt. You slut, whore, vagina mouth whisperer. It's unreal that you would say this. So what? You, what's your you main job? Michigan State. Then you win a fucking ball game against fucking Layup McGee City G. And then you fucking lose to Illinois by fucking, it's like at least 17 points. I don't even want to fucking check the score because I hate you so fucking much right now. But no, you're like, and then then, 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 then after the 8368 with the 15 points, and you're just like, you're like, well, maybe we should question if we should be playing in this fucking pandemic at all. You didn't fucking say that at the beginning of the fucking pandemic. How fucking dare you sit on your high horse now like some pompous fucking cunt. You pompous fucking cunt and fucking tell me that we shouldn't be playing this. Have you asked the kids who play for your program, the kids who you recruited, have you asked them? Because I guarantee you the kids who fucking gave up the ability to go overseas and earn money for their ability to play basketball oh. did not agree with you saying, Hey, we shouldn't play this season. No, 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 no. You must be fucking right because you're fucking coach K and you didn't recruit well this season. So your team's not expected to do much. No, no, pretty- no, 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 no. That's not what we're saying. That's not what we're fucking saying. You're going to fucking ruin these kids' lives that you've already co-opted by being a party to this system. A party to the system that prevents people with an immense talent to earn fucking money. But no, you don't want to fucking talk about that. You want to talk about fucking COVID when your team loses by 15 to a non-conference opponent. How about you fuck yourself, Coach K? How about you take your fucking credibility and you fucking sit over there on the sideline and fucking suck it up? How about that? How about the kids who are playing for you? You fucking sit there and you coach them up and you make sure they're responsible and you make sure they don't fucking contract the fucking terrible disease. How about that? No. But you want to sit on there on your pompous fucking high horse and you want to sit up there because you are Coach fucking K and you want to say some audaciously stupid shit. This is the first time that it's been talked about that this, that college basketball is going to play hoops. It's not. It's not. Did you tell this to your fucking conference? No. Because every conference handles their shit separately. Did you mention this to the NCAA? Who only handles the tournaments and the provisions from that? No. I bet you you didn't. But you lose by 15 to Illinois, which you deserve to lose by because your team is fucking ass because you're not coaching well enough. But we have to sit here and hear you in the pompous fucking Attitude Era radio and be like, maybe Coach K is on to something. You're not. You're a fucking coward. and You didn't have the fucking stones to say anything beforehand. You didn't recruit well enough, and now you're encouraging it. Fuck you, fuck your program, and be fucking better. And that is from the fucking heart. 
Yeah, that that rant was brought to you by what, Jermaine? Cut water, Long Island iced tea, made with real spirits, thirteen point two percent. Drink responsibly. Is Duke like a prestigious basketball university or something? Fuck Coach K, dude. <laughs> Don't get started again. I love how you go, yeah, and you, you were completely right in your rant. I love how you go, nah, I don't even want to talk about this guy. And then that was just you just, <laughs> nah, I don't even want to talk about this guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> uh, well, all right. I think that uh, I think that about does it then. That was that was Jermaine and find him and cut. If you guys didn't get it, Coach Jermaine is find and cut Coach K. Uh, rightfully so. No, no, but, no. I'm fine and cut and obliterated and sent him to the fucking back of the room with the rest of the fucking shitty people. We'll put him there with Kevin Warren. <laughs> Shut us. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we're not. I don't have enough time to rant about that. That'll be next week's episode. Really? We're, we forecasted a fine and cut. We're just going to let it go. All right, next week. Next week it is. Week. All right. Next so week. follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303. Hash, when you tweet at or comment at us, make sure you include the hashtag FuckCoachK because that is our new favorite hashtag. Um, other than that, we have nothing else to say. Thank you very much for tuning into episode 43. Nicholas is a bitch, and that's it. Hey, Room 303 listeners. Are you looking for a way to make every game day exciting, even when your favorite team isn't suiting up? Then Thrive Fantasy is the destination you're looking for. A -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have options for NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports. Guess what? They even take all the research out of it for you by only asking about top-tier athletes in their respective sports. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is, baby. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Build your lineup daily and earn all that moolah. For NFL, choose 10 out of 20 player prop options. NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options. With PGA having new contests each match day, Thursday, Friday, and so on. Still on the fence? Well, here's the nudge you need. Use promo code Room 303 when you sign up and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. I'll repeat that. Promo code Room 303. A $20 bonus. Thrive has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes since launch in 2018. What are you waiting for? To be up 28 to 3? Download Thrive Fantasy now and prop up today. Not all states qualify.